This is the United We Stand podcast brought to you around the game at the City Ground in Nottingham. This is the final podcast of 2023, a year that started so well for Manchester United and finished so badly. This podcast is brought to you by Improve Easy. Improve Easy are helping United fans across the country save money on their energy bills by installing home improvement measures such as free solar panels, free boilers and free insulation in your house. All you need to do is text the word EASY to 60777 to see if you qualify. That's the word EASY, E-A-S-Y, easy to spell, to 60777. Why not give it a go? There's government funds there. You might be missing out if you don't check it out. Right, welcome to the United We Stand podcast on our way to Nottingham Forest. We've stopped on the way on the A52 um, for a bit of a Christmas, um, well, I would say Christmas party, but the Rose and Crown who have welcomed us. Um, I'm sat here with uh, Rich, Will, Ollie, Neil. Right, last week's podcast coming away from West Ham was probably the most miserable I've ever been in my life and I feel a bit embarrassed about it now. Not because of what I said, because it was heartfelt, but given what happened the other night against Villa and the second half, um, it's very easy, isn't it, to please us? Well, Steve, I, I think of a little bit in The Godfather Part 3 where um, Michael Corleone says, just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. That's precisely what Ten Hag United are doing at the moment. You have a low moment, you have a high moment, and it's going back in time for those of us of a certain vintage where you'd have a performance one week and you'd get happy about it and then you'd have a bad performance the next and I think we've just got to deal with that reality Are we overreacting then to some of the bad performances because it seems to me at times that it's been as bad as it's ever been but are we overreacting? Uh, oh, it's hard to say isn't it I think um, the bad performances you know we're absolutely killing us aren't they we, we have week after week where we sort of feel like we're getting there and then we'll have a week like West Ham where it just absolutely takes everything out of us I think like last week when we played with Villa we ended up with a team full of young players who were all giving it you know giving it all for the badge and uh, and you come away like happy but I think today's going to be a very tough game and I think t- today could be another uh, West Ham performance possibly that's like me being negative maybe so you're but, expecting Steve to be in a bit of a bad mood on the way home well, I, I, we were talking about before, weren't we, about um, uh, N- N- Nuno and, and the, the horrible uh, experiences we used to have away at Molyneux and, uh, you know, and what that could bring today. But uh, you wouldn't put it past this Eric Tanag side to, to be absolutely dog shit today, would you? And, uh, so you're not expecting five goals today, though? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I think, to, to answer your question, Blackie, if we'd, if we'd have lost to Villa the other night, I think we played well in that first half and if we'd have lost that game having played well two stupid you know unexcusable mistakes for their goals we still played well the West Ham away game the Bournemouth home game there's been another example we just looked like we, from the start we just weren't at it we weren't ready we, weren't, we didn't have the application they didn't look bothered didn't look interested they probably were they just didn't come across that way. They're the ones that annoy me, so I can understand why you're pissed off at West Ham. So I w- I'd be happy, not happy, but if we lost a lot of games, like we've lost a lot of games, we lost a lot of games like at half-time against Villa, having played well, tried to score goals, been close, been unlucky and made some mistakes. I'm not asked about that. It's if we just turn up 
and you can tell within five ten minutes at United if we're not at it that day it's early on if it's, it's those ones where we just turn up and then lose and you can see it coming no one seems to be particularly asked or bothered to do anything about it that's when there's a problem if, if they keep happening so, I like what you're saying it goes back to it's a Louis van Gaal thing that in England they don't analyse the game they analyse the result sometimes you can play well and get beat sometimes you can play badly and lose what we've been doing at the moment is playing badly and losing I, I thought Bayern Munich at home I thought we played well and lost I thought the application was really good I don't think we ever looked like scoring I thought the determination the effort Anfield away was, was the same we played well like we, we could have won you, that in a way. we could have won it we could have won it we probably didn't deserve to but I thought we you know, we had a we had a game plan and everyone did what they were supposed to do those games I'm okay with sometimes they don't go your way especially where we are at the it's the games where we turn up and uh, it's hard to describe it just doesn't seem like people have switched on to it maybe it's the 12.30 kick-off what do you think you were, you were at West Ham what? I just saw the leadership on the pitch is appalling I just think that the attitude of the players stank it's and 2-0 down the other day I wanted to see a reaction that I haven't seen in any game where we've gone one or two down that soft underbelly of, t- of a team that didn't feel like it had any spirit or the ability to be able to turn it round because nobody, not say genuinely cared enough, but nobody had the, the guts, the bollocks to take the game by the scruff of the neck. Gen- but they did the other day. the same players, generally speaking the same players. But, so but, the, but Ollie's is right there. I don't think they are the same players. I think you had different players on that pitch who actually weren't going to accept defeat. And, and I, you know, to West Ham, it's easy, yeah, it's easy for us to call players. I thought Rashford walking straight down the pitch after West Ham, I said he should never play for us again. I'm then told on when, on, well, I forgot even what, what night were we Tuesday with night. Boxing night. Yeah, whatever that was. So 26. I thought the other night, I was surprised to see him on a team sheet after what he'd done. And I thought he did okay, but they play a very high line. And I think any team that plays a really high line is going to favour our quick players because there's three lightning quick players up front that's my concern today a bit in a way is I thought at the end of that first half I said to my old man at half time I was like there's no way they're going to allow us so much space at the back than they did the last 20 minutes of that first half because we could have scored two or three uh, and they did every time we were through and it, it suited us perfectly and it was great so today will be different though won't it today they're going to sit back Nuno's going to sort of do a Mourinho job and uh, if we can break them down or we can make it you know we can nick a goal or we can we get on to top first almost don't we we always we have to score first it's because like you're saying about the attitude of the players the heads do drop but we've had a couple of games this year Forest at home this year we conceded the two early goals and we turned it around for the 3-2 victory so we know we can score against them but anyone can score against anyone it's, it's attitude I think that's half the battle because you mentioned Rashford like he, go back to his effort on Tuesday or whatever night it was he was chasing back winning tackles in, that, in the first half and he didn't do it you, you're absolutely right he didn't do it at West Ham it wasn't just I thought just he him. came on and sulked I thought he doesn't agree that he's a sulk I didn't, I didn't I'm like making this up out of my, yeah. Johnny Evans didn't pass it through to yeah. him but, I'm a, but he was he was he did look like he was working back winning tackles and, and we said the guy behind me at the game he made a run in the first half but no one picked him out and we said at least he's made that run because he didn't at one point he wasn't making those he wasn't because so, he's a deeper and he, so, he so doesn't seem to be able to find a, a different way of playing so does he and I think it's similar group of players to West Ham the only one I could think of didn't play at West Ham was Luke Shaw but 
otherwise it's similar group why is it so different one game when at West Ham they just well, didn't look like the it's sad to say but I think and I know it's not for his lack of effort but ability Scott McTominay I don't I think Scott McTominay is a Manchester United player but he played at Anfield when at Anfield yeah he was, he game, was lost at Anfield he didn't he, show for the ball was, we were talking about showing for cap- the ball before McTominay, McTominay he was he's cap- had some scorer but he's not he's and not the, of the right calibre to be United he was, he was captain and the best thing he did at Anfield was turn the game around so they shot at the cock in the first half but that speaks volumes right winning the toss was his best uh, he's moment. a great squad player you know maybe but he was captain He's a great squad player. He was, cap- he was captain that day, and this is going to sound really shit. We didn't lose at Anfield for the first time in however many years when he was captain on the pitch. We still I'm not, not won there since 2016. If, if that's the only difference, then. Yeah, but it was a player, there was extra players in there, weren't there? Doing something, there was extra players to back. Ericsson was huge of the night. Yep. Yeah, it's great to have someone with a, a first touch who sees the game, reads it, and can. But we're relying, isn't it bad that we're relying on a, on a bloke that's, that's you know, you know, <laughs> yeah, basically he's come back from the dead. We were talking about someone earlier who maybe can do that job, but I, I don't know if you've heard him, he's called Mason Mount. Um, apparently he may be someone who's a bit younger that can <laughs> pass the ball quickly and move around. I've, the jury's seen the definitely out, isn't it? I've never seen the guy play, so I don't I think know. The jury's been convened yet. <laughs> the thing is, we know that how he played, well, we're told that during Chelsea's sort of victorious season of, of a couple of years ago, that he was one of their key players. You know, he also got selected for England in that position. He's come to United. He's not really been given a position, has he? He's sort of been told to fit in somewhere around things that... around the other players who are already doing the role that he was best at, i.e. that Bruno Fernandes role. So we're not really sure what it is. Is things going to... Are we a bit more upbeat this week? I know we'll all have our own views on the new... The new ownership. Is it the old ownership with just a little bit watered down or a little bit of strengthened? I don't know. Where so, are we with it? So what, the Glazer ownership's down to 49% now, I think I was reading. I, but 49% and then we've heard different things about they have to sell in two years or they can actually ask for it back in two years depending on what investment's been put in but I don't think anyone really knows I read a good piece on The Athletic about it at the end of it I came out not wondering exactly what it meant in terms of if one team if one of the sides didn't really want to sell but I think in living memory of this group of our parents before us I don't think anyone's been favourable about the ownership of Manchester United since no, we've Louis it. Edwards started taking shares off pensioners so I don't think we've ever been in position of liking or being comfortable with our ownership I think it's a better situation now than it perhaps was two months ago but that's purely on optimism rather than knowledge yeah I think time will tell I think ultimately you've got people in charge now who are sporting people maybe not football but sporting people um, and that's a lot better than the Glazers and their kind of clueless uh, running of the club based on money rather than anything else well they've shown no leadership have they they've never called anyone to account within the club I mean it's just remarkable how our standards have dropped so low but you know we talk about um, that higher performance and those higher performances coming in and I know Brailsford always talks about having that extra edge just that slight edge and obviously that's something that we've needed we're also talking about Old Trafford I keep being told that Old Trafford is is falling down and ramshackle I, I don't see it like that to go back to your previous question 
Um, don't want to underplay it, but it is without doubt, I think, the best news Manchester United Football Club has had in years. Because, firstly, I think the Glazers are on the way out. That That's it for them now. They're done. They're going. I think they're on the way. Secondly, if it's just on a sport inside, all of the mistakes we've been talking about earlier on today, they're not going to happen again. Giving stupid contracts to players I won't name that didn't deserve extra contracts, that, that'll all end. The, the acceptance of mediocrity within a club has been a good thing. Players being rewarded because we get into the Champions League and then it's not it's not a mystery why good players come to United and then don't get better and then they look like they're not trying. It's because they kind of think, I've done it, I've done enough, I need to do for next week, I've done enough, I need to do for next season because the Glazers allow that and they want that. So I think that'll all end. It's in real time for change I think Tuesday was probably when players thought actually we've got a new boss in town I'm going to have to pull my finger out otherwise I'm out the door and that's a great thing well, let's Tim, hope so yeah because well, they, they, we can't just they won't accept it anymore they'll, they'll, well, we can't keep playing players that clearly are not good enough they, they used to say well we're paying them this much so we'll get X million pounds to sell it they won't do that anymore they'll just bite the bullet and get rid of someone in terms of the ground it's not falling we all know it's not falling down it's a wonderful wonderful place to go and watch football and it should stay that way and there is there are definitely ways that they could make it better but keeping it as Old Trafford and it needs to stay I like going to the pitch and looking out before the game and especially when um, we played Copenhagen this year and I was thinking that's where Bobby Charlton used to play yeah. he, he scored in that goal he used to take corners and I want that to be the same as those players played on that same it's not the same grass but that same area they have to keep that and I actually genuinely think Ratcliffe would want to do that I don't think Qatar would give a shit I don't think Blazers would give a shit but I think for some reason he might want to keep some sort of heritage there but yeah, I think keeping the ground is an essential component to it. You hear a lot of news. Yeah, there was, there was a drop that used to come two rows in front of me in Jay's stand. That seems to have gone now, so I'm happy with that. Maybe Phil Jones is on the roof. But it's not falling down. People people moaning about the Wi-Fi. They've not kept it up. They've not kept it up. They've not kept it up today. But the Wi-Fi, that's that's not a thing for your match going supporter. I'm not trying to... Because you've got the code. Well, I've got the dressing room code. But I'm not trying to send like videos to China or the Middle East while I'm watching a match I'm watching a match I don't care about the Wi-Fi signal at Old Trafford it's a different thing for different people the ground's fine the ground the ground is I mean Old Trafford on a match day is what you me and all of us here what we make it that is what Old Trafford is it's the, com- the communal thing of everything the, the, the infrastructure could be better but it could be worse could be worse right um, so buoyed by the result on um, buoyed by the result on Boxing Day night um, Christmas presents wise what's your best and your worst that you got this year I think I'm wearing mine now actually so <laughs> that's going to be the worst list, listeners on the podcast yeah. can't see Neil, Neil's wearing it go on you describe it Blackie an aberration <laughs> Yeah, it's a Christmas tree top. Yeah, well, it's, it's a Christmas top. It's very nice. And and some Payne Stewart golfing trousers. Would that be fair? You don't even know who Payne Stewart is. What Ollie's? They're very well established, those, uh, those pants. Um, 
I got, I, got, I, got, I got a dodgy fire stick for my Christmas present. I'm not sure if I can announce that to the uh, to the world from my dad. Uh, I'm sure the Glazers won't be happy about that. Dodgy fire stick? Is that your best or worst um, one? Probably the best. Um, I didn't get many Christmas presents. I'm trying to think. My Christmas present was having half of my wife's family come into the house and um, take over. That was the best and the worst. I'm not sure he can count that one. He's obviously expecting her to listen in to that. What he meant to say was Garnacho's two goals, man of the match performance, and Rasmus Hoyland scoring there. A shinnering off the post in front of us in the Stretford was the best Christmas present we all could imagine. They did ask me to get tickets for the game on Boxing Day. They'd come over from Mexico City, so they expected to be able to get tickets for the game on Boxing Day. And unfortunately, being at his old Trafford, not the Etihad, there was no spare tickets. Right, so quick results tonight. We've gone on our way back. We'll come and find you on our way home. But what score will you have predicted correctly? Come and find me. I think United will win it by three goals to zero. I love the optimism. Uh, 2 1 United. 2 0 United. Right, so we're all very confident in there. So, um, obviously, the, the drinks hit us in the pub, and um, we're fairly confident. I think on the back of the Villa result, I think if we hadn't got the results against Villa, things might be slightly different, but we'll uh, check that out in a bit. Right, I'm in the uh, city ground, Nottingham Forest. Um, I'm actually named. Ground, not to be confused with Notts County's imaginary named ground, the county ground, or the cricket ground, imaginary named um, because it's placed on the Trent Bridge, as Trent Bridge. I'm talking to two Nottingham Forest fans here inside the ground. Um, how you've got a new manager, it's a new era for you. When I was here last year with Manchester United, I was talking to a couple of your fans in here, and they were they wanted so much for Cooper to do well to stay on. Was it a right time now to make a move? Well, yeah, 100%. Um, I think how the results went, you can't really sustain yourself in the Premier League with those sort of results. So it's time you went. It's unfortunate, but like being like a fan's favourite, don't get you three points every week. So it's about time you went, really. Is it, was he hampered by your ownership in terms of maybe picking players to come in or whatever or had he got because I noticed he's changed from being a coach now to having a manager that's right I'm not quite sure nobody knows what's happening behind the scenes you see do they right, yeah. so yeah he might have got one or two players he wanted but I can't see him that he picked all these players that came in 40 odd players is ridiculous we should have brought that many players anyway it was a huge amount to bring in into China in bed yeah. but you've got another season under your belt if you like and it's not quite it's not quite going as well although a fantastic win against Newcastle yeah it was a good win against Newcastle luckily we stopped him playing that's what we're going to do with Man U today we've got to stop him playing then get in there I think this manager will do um, a lot I think he'll do a lot better he's always had good results against United in terms of making sure that your opposition doesn't play and you dictate the pace of the game as Forest supporters Will that spoil it a little bit? Because you have been used to having some lovely attacking football. Not really, it won't spoil it because we haven't had a lot of attacking football. Our percentage of uh, keeping hold of the ball has always been very low. Against Newcastle, it was slightly higher. So we've got them on the break. If we can get some midfield playing there, then we've got a chance of getting these on the break. So I think we're slightly above what Cooper was doing. Do you think he's got some money, more money than to spend? Probably. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 
I, I can't see them spending massive, massive amounts, and they probably won't get lots and lots of players. I can see them probably getting four or five players in that they really need. Yeah. Uh, definitely a goalkeeper. Um, no disrespect to the two goalkeepers who bought, but uh, we've been let down a few times. We've lost quite a few points this season through the goalkeeper. It seems to be more and more this season with goalkeepers that your very good goalkeepers are standing out. And, then, and I'm not going to call goalkeepers average because at this level they're obviously fantastic. But the way things are going, there's a lot of goalkeepers that have been more, making, seem to be making more errors. Watching Dean Henderson, who you had here, that you didn't manage to sign. But I can almost point a mistake or give him a goal, a mistake every single game. You dodged a bullet there, Pat. The problem was, Samba was the benchmark. He could distribute the ball from his foot to somebody else's foot. We, we ain't got another keeper that can do that. They, they panic when they get on the ball. If, if you can't pick a player out, just get rid of it. Do you know what I mean? But they keep trying to play it out, play it out. Samba was the benchmark and nobody can be that. Now, in terms of... Um, you've got a rich history um, of... Manchester United players going to coming from Forest and us sending you players if you like. Um, what thoughts on Alanga? The latest? I'm not quite sure about Alanga. I'm really not quite sure. I can see why I let him go. He's a bit, he's a bit player. He comes and he does something, then he disappears out of the game. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit of consistency missing from his game, I'd say. But if you look at his stats for this season. Yeah, no, yeah. They're really good, so maybe, maybe as Forest fans, we're being a bit too hard on him, I think, maybe. We, we saw, it's like all our players, we've seen the good and the bad and the very bad. And when the, when the play, when it's good, they get talked up as if they're world class, um, forgetting the fact that they're very rarely at that peak and at that level. With Alanga, we found that. He got in some good position and got the odd good goal, but like you say, consistency-wise, he wasn't. He wasn't Andy Cole. He wasn't. You know, he wasn't. He, he's not going to do that. Very consistent. He's got his head down a bit too much. Instead of looking up like Chris Wood should have had four against Newcastle, if he'd looked up, he would have had another goal. You know what I mean? Yes. So, so he does. Then the other three, the other twice. I think that was just before he got his yeah, first. Yeah, that's right, well, that's it? right, yeah. So if yeah. he'd looked up, instead of going for glory, it was an easy goal for him to do. Yeah. But he went for glory. I've been watching Rashford too much. <laughs> I'll just shoot. I'll hit the ball as hard as I can. I don't mind letting Rashford on loan if you got him. <laughs> it's a deal. <laughs> I think I think with Alanga, he's got pace for days, but it's his end product that kind of lets him down sometimes. But he starts this season. Yeah. have been okay for Forrest, so... So, you... You've been in. You're back in the Premier League. You look at your ground. You look at your history. You got. You know. You got better history than, than most clubs, including Manchester City. They'll lose some of their titles probably with the charges against them. But um, you want to stay here now. You've got to embed yourself here now. What, where, what will it? How will it feel? And when will that? When will you be able to sort of take a deep breath and go? You know what? We're we're back and we're staying. I think now we've got Nuno in. Cooper was okay, he did a fantastic job for us, but I think he'd reached his peak and reached his level with the players. We need I'm hoping Nuno's one step up to try and give all the players now more advice, more of a chance and how to play a proper game of football. I think Cooper was just he was losing losing it a bit, that was all. Yeah, yeah. It's progression. Um, you've got Cooper, excellent manager, 
But if you want to take it to the next step, you've got to try and do something. And obviously, the change of manager's done it. And Nuno finished seventh with Wolves in the Premier League. And he's and got I, a history with your owner as well, hasn't he? Somewhere along uh, the line. I'm not too sure. To in a foreign club somewhere. I thought he'd come across him somewhere. The, the, the only connection I know is is the. Um, oh, I've got the guy's name now. It's a Portuguese guy who's right. an agent. Right, maybe. I've got his name, but, but sometimes he's good friends with Maranakis, and well, that, that's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you happy with your own and everything? You're happy with the way things are going? It starts today. What what does today look like for you then? What what's? Well, you know, I thought it was going to be a loss against Newcastle, and then somehow we just played around them. I'm hoping that Manu don't turn up today. I know the the odd thing where they don't turn up. I'm hoping they don't turn up and we up our game a bit. And we, you know, we beat them. Yeah, because earlier in the season at Old Trafford, yeah. again, you got the two-goal oh, yeah, lead, yeah. and it was at a time where United, you know, still believed. Yeah. Then we've gone through a huge transition yeah. whereby we lost the goal. We never came out. We lost yeah. eight times already this season. But, you, but then you, we you've came done that back a few on. Times well, we came season. back. We came back from against Villa at the week. Yeah, yeah. It's the first time we've got confidence actually if we did go goal down maybe we could get it back there. Would you feel if you can get a goal early on you can win well, this? Well I hope so, I hope so yeah. If we get at him we really got to get at him yeah. I mean, when we played at York after it was 2-0 two, two up I think the players were shocked thought, well okay, what are yeah. we doing here? I think they really were shocked and that's when you start attacking to us that's when we get up again then see. Well, well we'll have to see. What's, so what are your names? Uh, Stephen. Phil. Steve, Phil, thank you very much indeed for your time. Thank you very much. I'm going to go back over on. Have fun. Yeah, back on the other side. Uh, back on the other side now. And I, and I have no idea which Manchester United will turn up. But I'll look out for you at half time. Thanks very much indeed. I want to tell you about AG1. We've just received a nice smart package. AG1 is empowering people to take ownership of their health, designed by scientists. It's a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. AG1 is a powerfully simple supplement with vitamins, minerals, whole food, source nutrients and more. You just take a single scoop that takes seconds to mix in the morning. You drink it, it helps to support your brain, heart, energy and immune health. AG1 is designed to support your body's needs every day. It's here to make healthy habits beautifully easy for you. Just one scoop, once a day, one glass of water, all in less than one minute. You take AG1 in the morning and benefits include focus and energy, immune health, stress and mood balance, healthy aging, nutrient replenishment, helps your skin, hair and nails. AG1 uses the highest quality ingredients, the strictest manufacturing standards. It's an effortless daily habit and the benefits and long-term investment in your health will pay off. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go and have a look for more details. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash United We Stand. That's drinkag1.com 
forward slash United We Stand. Check it out for a healthier new year. That's drinkag1.com forward slash United We Stand. That's drink A, that's the letter A, letter G, the number one dot com forward slash United We Stand. It takes hardly any time, just mix it with water and it tastes great too. Check it out and feel better for it in the new year. Well, we've been treated our time a bit like at West Ham with um, some heavy metal. I think uh, all these old, I think this is ACDC, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Sa- Samson or Saxon or something at West Ham, so it must be aging rockers that get these yeah, jobs here. Uh, we might be treated at half time, but we're certainly not really treated, are we? No, um, United are what, 18th Premier League scorers, 19th in the scoring in the first half, and 20th in converted chances. It sums it up, does it? I think it does. Um, again, um, we, we, we were saying about um, Rashford. Again, he's, he's not making the runs or his runs are half-hearted. He doesn't, he, you don't get the movement that you see when Hoyland's up front. Yeah. Uh, and Anthony, I'm afraid, again, well, it's, it's, there, was a, there was down in the far corner there, he, he was trying to get past the player. He could use his right foot just once. He might have got past him, but he don't, and it's and it's it's easy to defend again, I think. So you're not seeing balls across. Rashford's not making the runs. I'm, I'm worried that I'm going to see another goalless United performance. Yeah, goalless United, goalless United performance. Yeah, they could nick one, couldn't they? Yeah. In terms yeah. of right, what seemed to work the other night was. Ganacho having a little go at the, on the right wing yeah. with, a, with a right foot. All right. Yeah. Rashford went to the left, but we had Hoyland up front. So we had a centre yeah. forward up front. Yeah. Why, why have we changed it after scoring three goals? I've no idea. I mean, is Hoyland injured? I've not heard well, he's anything. He's on the bench. He's on the bench, yeah. is he? I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think he was on the bench. He's not on the bench. He's ill. All right. Okay. Well, that, that explains that it. Does explain yeah. it a little bit. Yeah, because I hadn't heard anything. And, um, yeah, I was, I, you know, we were watching a warm-up earlier and I was thinking, well, where is he? As you say, after um, Wednesday's performance, you'd think he'd be on the high and... Yeah, 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 it would have been a great game for him to come yeah. into. I, yeah. I, we can't let this game drift. I thought at the back, I thought Evans and Moran haven't really been stretched a great deal. No, I mean, they've not offered a lot, have they, up front? But, but as long as it's nil-nil, they're always in with a chance, aren't they? And that's always the danger, I think, in these, these games. Especially, you know, a team down the bottom, and they should be on the high. They beat Newcastle three 0 last week, didn't they? So you've got to be careful. And the and the manager bounce, new manager bounce that they may be um, experiencing. Yeah. So, like you say, we're, we're watching Anthony again. Another strange performance from Anthony. Yeah. He can tackle. Yeah. He can. Get, you know, he works hard. He, works hard. Think he puts his shift in. But he's just he's just so one-footed and so easy to defend against, I think. After the first half a dozen games of last season, I think most Premier League defenders had him sus. Yeah. And, and he's been he's been totally ineffective for the best part of two seasons now, I feel. Um, I, don't, I, I don't like to get a lot on players' backs. I see an awful lot, you know, oh, this one, this, this one, that. As I say, I, 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 I try and look at the positives and I do think he, he puts a shift in, but I just think he's such a one-trick pony now. I actually think he would be better playing down the middle rather 
rather than on a wing. Yeah. He played, there was a game last season, I can't remember which game it was, when he came on the sub and he played the last half hour of the game up front. And I thought he was really effective because he does make runs and he was dragging defenders all over the place. I just think he's just too... Too predictable, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, we've got a lot of predictability going forward. Oh, right across. We, 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 our style of play is predictable. It's slow. It's ponderous. You know, we brought this goalkeeper in supposedly to quicken everything up. He hasn't really. I said to my brother here, you watch us when we have a corner. There's no out ball, is there? There's never an out ball. So it doesn't matter what the goalkeeper does. There's... You know, one of the things that used to really frustrate me about De Gea was he was ponderous. When he'd get the ball, he'd clutch it to his chest, he'd wait for everybody to match up again, and then he'd release it to the closest defender. There was never the sort of stuff that we used to see from Van der Sar and Schmeichel, where he would look, and the ball out to somebody on the wing or up front. And I think, I think until that changes, I don't think a lot's going to change for United, unfortunately. No, certainly those stats, yeah, I mean, you know, say it all, don't we? If we you know, we're the worst at converting our chances yeah. and scoring goals. It's two seasons now, isn't it? Two seasons where we've got the minus goal difference in the top six. Well, we scored, is it 18 goals? Is it 18 goals in 19? Or maybe slightly more. We take six of those goals away. Three against Forest, three against Fulham. Yeah. In two games. It really is very, very poor, isn't it? Well, unfortunately, I missed the Chelsea game and I missed the Villa game in midweek. The last six games I've seen, we haven't scored. <laughs> it's time to leave now, boys. <laughs> Right, you go. Yeah, I think I'm better. Yeah, no, right, so I'm not sure. Oh, look, Des Walker's just come on the pitch. Yeah. Des Walker, person asked once what Pasta was when he moved to Italy. Yeah. Um, I think we've got to change something very, very quickly. The second half of the season, we're on the bounce from Villa. We win this. We go into a cup run yeah. with a bit more hope, a bit more hope. Yeah. With things changing, maybe off the pitch yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, where does it start with a sign-in or two? Because we're losing some players now. We're losing Amrabat and think, the keeper, aren't we? I still think we need another striker to make Ireland up. Because um, Rashford doesn't know whether he's a striker or a winger, does he? At the end of the day, no. And he's probably neither. Yeah. He's probably neither, is he? No. Uh, he's, he's one of those who's. His progression has, has he's been caught between two stools and he doesn't really know what his position is now. That's how I that's what I feel. All right, Paul. Well, enjoy the rest of the game and I'll uh, see you soon. Cheers. Take care. Yeah. See you again. So it's uh, ten minutes. I've added time and uh, we played six of them. I mean, we've been thrown away. We've got a real soft underbelly there after conceding the first goal. We get back in it. What's happened? No, I mean, it looked like, for me, it looked like Scott has left his man twice for both goals. Um, big, 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 big problems. Ah, we, 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 we are really soft at the moment. I'm sick to death of watching our players go down injured when there's fucking nothing wrong with them at all. Um, especially last three or four games, it's been happening and, and we're attacking and lads are lying on the fl- on floor with nothing wrong with them. Oh, uh, yeah, it's poor at the moment. You said you mentioned Johnny Evans a minute ago. He's been a colossus really for us since he's come back into the side. 
but he's not getting any support in front of him, is he? No, I mean, I think there's only there's only really probably Johnny and Scott will actually go through a man to, to win a ball. The rest of them are just weak. They just don't want to know. You want to see lads, you want to see lads fight for this year. You want to see lads run for this year, but he don't. I know Marcus has got his goal, but again tonight, I thought he was good against Villa, but tonight he's gone backwards and, and not working hard again. Chance it. This kid's look good, Ahmad. Look good. He's already, Ahmad's already done tonight more than what Anthony's done in the last 10 games. Yeah, I thought he'd look something. He's not really lost the ball at all, has he? No, he's done very, very well. He's done very, very well. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what this manager sees in uh, Anthony. Obviously, he's bought him and he, he wants to play him every single week because of that, but... I mean, I'd never want to see the manager lose his job, but if, any, if there's any reason for it, it's, it's, it's absolute, I don't know, he just has to play him every single game for God knows why, because I'm not seeing him do anything for us. It's a 10th defeat, I think, or in 20 games, isn't it, now? Yeah, I said it is, yeah. yeah. He's setting all the wrong records, this manager. Yeah. Um, but I'm not, I'm not blaming him entirely. The, man, the, the players on this pitch have got to take a lot of this blame. That's a foul throw, which brings even a foul throw. Sums us up. Two minutes left. Sums us up. Sums us up. And Rashford's body, I know it's hard for you to call the players because you, you know a lot of these lads and you know what it takes, but yeah. Rashford's body language doesn't seem great, does it? No, no. Um, I don't know what's going on with Marcus at the moment. I don't know what is going on in his personal life, um, but there's something not quite right with him. Um, you, you, you know what he's got, you know what his abilities are, but he just doesn't seem to want to use them ever. Uh, and it's, it's a shame, really, because he could be a massive threat for us when he's on it. Well, the goal was lovely, wasn't it? It was like he didn't have to think about it. Well, that's what he's about. He is instinct- instinctively very good. Um, and it was a great finish. Yeah, it was. I can't say he's done much all else today. Just given a free kick against us, I think, for Ganacho getting a bit frustrated there. Down there. Every time he gets the ball, he's got two on him, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's going to have that now. It's, uh, he's built up his, his little reputation of being a player, so he has to deal with that. Ronaldo dealt with it. He's got to learn how to deal with it. Simple as that. Um, in, terms of, in terms of Ganacho, though, you've got two players on him. He's got to deal with it. But what happens when you've got a free player? We don't seem to find a free player, or there isn't no. a good enough free player to do it. So we, we just, uh, listen. That's what Anthony's on the other side yeah, of the pitch on, doing nothing. On, on that, we just have to be better. It's as simple as that. We have to know where the spaces are. We have to have. I've noticed one massive thing about our team is no matter who plays centre half, when they get the ball, there's not many options on. Right. And you watch the big teams and the better teams, there's always options. Man United does not. And same with the goalkeeper. Is he good enough? In my eyes, listen. The jury's the jury's out. So far, no. But the jury's out. I always give. I always give a new player. One season. See what I like after one season. And then we go from there. And, and he's off to the AFCON as well, isn't he, with Amrabat? Good. Good, I'll take that. Because we'll, we'll watch this Turkish lad come in and see if he's better. You think you'll play him or Tom Heaton? Because you'll remember Tom from years ago. I know Tom well, yeah. Tom, um, I'd love to see Tom play, but I can't see it happening. He's bought these two players, so he'll play, him, he'll play Onana or he'll play the Turkish guy. Well, look, I know you're shooting off for the training as soon as uh, this final whistle goes. So it's another not good enough performance, really. Not good enough. Hopefully. Hopefully. Last kick of the game now. Yeah, last kick we of the game. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, he's missed it. Come on. Oh. Should have been the last kick of the game, game but over. that is it now. Game over. All right. Thanks very much. I'll see you soon. See you later. Thanks. 
Cha-ching! It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run and grow your business. Shopify is a commerce platform revolutionising millions of businesses worldwide. Whether you're selling, I don't know, football programmes, baby clothes, Shopify simplifies selling online and in person so that you can successfully grow your business. You could be selling t-shirts, badges, 115 other things, so many different categories. Shopify covers all your sales channels from a shopfront ready POS system to its all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify even gets you selling across social media marketplaces like Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. It's full of industry-leading tools ready to ignite your growth. Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand without needing to learn new skills in design or coding. And thanks to award-winning help, and with an extensive business course library, Shopify is ready to support your success every step of the way. What's lovely about Shopify is that no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify will be there to empower you with the confidence and control to take your business to the next level. It's time to get serious about selling and get Shopify today. This is a possibility powered by Shopify. Sign up for a £1 per month trial at shopify.co.uk forward slash united all in lowercase go to shopify.co.uk forward slash united to take your business to the next level today shopify.co.uk forward slash united and united have lost another defeat i'm afraid it's just not good enough Just walking away from the ground then now. Um, James, what do you think? Uh, it's just same old, same old. Just look all right for about 10 minutes, but concede a stupid goal. I mean, I, I, I mean that, that second goal was just absolutely classic United, wasn't it? I mean, We're on the attack, weren't we? We, ne- we nearly scored from what I saw. And then, I mean, I, I, can't, I didn't get a great view of it. Could, could the keeper have done better with it? It was his side, wasn't it? it looked, I don't know. I can't say finish. the keeper's doing very well with anything. No, he's, he's not. He makes some good saves close to him with his reflexes, but actually, I think he's weak either side. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Until, you can't really see. It was at the far end. There was players in the way. It's not, it's, it's not like a pre- previous games where I've not seen effort. Like, I, thought, I, thought, I, thought, I thought there was effort there today, but it's just... I think, I think a lot of that's on the manager, because... What's 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 that? Well, it is. Just talking to um, just talking to Ben Thornley as we were coming out, and and he'd um, and he said that he was in the changing room against Rangers, and it was him, Ferguson, and Nanny, um, and he turned to Nanny and he said, um, "If you ever go down like that again and stay down." You will never play for me again. Really? We, we've got so we got. Gallo, that's what Bruno, we that, that's as well. what we got so many of our players that do that's that. What, uh, we were saying, we were talking about it. Having, having like every, every every time. I mean, how many how many times did Emkus want to have a moment that could possibly turn the season? Brentford, Fulham, Chelsea. Villa, Chelsea, Chelsea, and every time they come up the next game and they shit the pants and they don't perform again, they're just. Uh, absolute set of spinelessness and that is all you have to say about it I know the, man, the manager has a, can shoulder a lot of the blame 
for some of the tactics and some of the way they play. And the goal, the second goal, well, the first goal, I can't remember which one it was now. Ericsson's just left him. He's run well, 30 yards. left him twice. Ericsson left him once, 100%. Well, he's run 30 yards off Ericsson. At least four players just, just stood, stood in our own half for that, for that second goal. Regardless of who, whose fault it was, regardless of which one it was, it's not acceptable to keep leaving your man like that. No. And, and the second half, was a lot, I, I thought Ahmad I thought, I yeah, showed more quality than any of our players for, for, the, for the last few weeks. Ahmad I thought was brilliant when he came on. He got a good touch, he gives the ball to his own man, he don't waste it, he don't panic. Just play them, just play Ahmad. He has get, been injured get though, Ahmad, get Ganacho, get Mainu. Stop subbing Mainu off to bring that fucking idiot on in midfield. Keep playing them lads, who were clearly better. Than, remember that interview Rooney did when he went? Oh, I came into the first team and I realised how shit all the other players were at Everton. Them cunts must be thinking the same thing. They're playing with some fucking idiots. And them lads are miles better than half the players. How bad is that regular as well? He is absolutely terrible. Yeah, we're not. The, the, problem, the problem is, it's the way they react. Every time they, 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 they build a bit of momentum, they lose it. Every time they go behind or something doesn't go the way, they shit the pants. They are the bu- biggest bunch of smiling swats ever. And that, like we said the other day, it's not just on the Tenag, and a lot of it can be put on his feet the way they play and the way the amount of goals they score and the shit, the shit football they play. But it's not a coincidence that over a 10-year period, no matter which manager you have, all of the players have been cowards the whole time. All of them. The players have changed. I don't give a shit what... Oh, oh, it's the same players it's not the same players throwing the manager under the bus it's a completely new set of players that are throwing the manager under the bus it's a completely new set of players that are throwing a completely new set of managers under the bus because they don't try look at the difference on whatever they play Villa Boxing Day the sec- first half they didn't, they didn't fucking move a muscle the second half they actually tried and they ran their hearts out and we fucking scored three it's not fucking rocket science a team that tries gets better results than a team that doesn't and that is literally what we're watching week in week out Half the time you see a team that tries, and the other half of the time you see a team that can't be fucking arse, and that's that's all it is. We're just out, out running every single game, aren't we? Yeah, we're outrun, yeah. By, by, by players. Out like, for... I, know, I know a lot of our players aren't good enough, but they're better than some of, some of the Forest players, aren't they? So, well, they are better than the Forest players, oh, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are. How are you getting where you're off to? I'm getting the train. All right, but, take care. It's not for a while. Catch you later. So, I'm going to try and change tack. We were unlucky there, weren't we? Yes. So, so. Anyone want to, anyone to argue we were lucky there? I thought we were lucky to come away with 2-1, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah. Very unlucky. Ericsson should have buried that in the end, though, something. We were last kick, we can't be lying. Yeah. Anyone waiting for anyone? We're trying to load the coach. There's a few on the back. Two on the back. Um, I'll go with him. You know, it's on podcast. We shouldn't be relying on Ericsson in the last 10th minute equaliser, which we didn't get anyway, which he missed the target. But that's not even Forest. First half, atrocious. Literally, no chances whatsoever. Created absolutely zero. Anthony just turning back at himself, creating zero. Um, second half of ring, McTominay on, take Manu off. Um, Why? 
to open up play, which just created literally end-to-end chances for them. <laughs> chances for them, yeah. Uh, created two easy chances for them. They scored both their goals. Created three chances for us, I think, in the end. Um, we missed our easy chances and scored one. Fair result, maybe. Maybe we could have come away with a draw, but... It was just a toss of a coin, yeah. Ten, ten. Yeah, go on. On join us. Ten defeats in 20. Worst, probably, points. Worst, probably, position for a long time. Everything going wrong. You know, we're going to... I know it's going to be... We're going from the catharsis of, you know, good second halves like at Villa and thinking we're going to be world beaters again and we're starting again back down to earth today. Is it time for a change? To win every game, haven't we? We haven't, no. So how do we start to win some games? What do we do differently? Let's take every game. Let's take every game. Do you know what? The Villa game, everyone's buzzing. The Chelsea game, everyone's buzzing. The Everton game, everyone's buzzing. They're not consistent. Why don't we settle? The way like we did the other day. I played McTominay up front. He played a uh, striker in the reserves. Mate, and he scored one season. It doesn't matter. Marshall's a liability. Rashford obviously doesn't want to play there. In fact, Rashford, with his great massive dummy in his mouth, was a player on the uh, left. So, for me, Ganacho on the right, you've got to play Ganacho on the right. Anthony is the only winger who doesn't know how to play on the wing. And for me, Get Mitsomini up there until you get like another striker in. It's as simple as that. He just wants to be famous. The strike, the striker situation, the lowest goals and the lowest, you know, and you know, all this were minus. What are we now? Minus four. Yeah, I've been saying. Right, I've been saying for months. months, months, We need a striker. No, the one that we've bought, the young lad we've bought. He's injured again, isn't he? Well, he's ill tonight. Not even when we play, but he doesn't get service. Right, Metsomini is not a great midfielder. He's not a great midfielder. Right, we've we've accommodated him. Yeah. Oh, we got we got a few results with him in midfield. I've been saying for months, put him up front, scoring goals for Scotland, he's scoring goals. Scoring goals for us. That's how you can score goals for Scotland. You can score goals. And for he is a fucking striker. Put put him up front. This is a lad who we wanted to Let's, let go in the summer, though. Yeah, yeah, but him and Maguire, we wanted to let go in the summer. When we've got nothing else, we have, we've, got nothing else. Yeah. we've got nothing else. There, there, there's no hard and fast rules to where someone's got to play. You've only got to look at Alexander Arnold at Liverpool. All of a sudden, start playing him in midfield, and all of a sudden, he's a fucking great midfielder. Everyone knows you couldn't play in defence. It's similar to Tomine. You're not a great midfielder. So stick him up yeah, front. But, but You've got no one else. He's a, a stopgap striker. At the end of the day, they need an experienced striker up there because at the end of the day, you can't rely on. I'm not being funny. Hoyland, I think, will come good. But you can't ex- expect a 20-year-old striker at Manchester United to be leading the line. Isn't there a striker just been released in Saudi, is it? I don't, but we, have, we, we, we haven't got something about... We haven't got a Ruud van Nistelrooy. Benzema. But we haven't got a Ruud van Nistelrooy. We haven't got a fucking... But what about... Well, what about... Is it ben, Benzema... Who's just now not got a club yeah, exactly. to come in so and then, teach it, teach Hoyland what to do it? Great Benzema, idea. But Benzema, but bring in Benzema. Fucking bring him in. Benzema, you got to pay him uh, two million pounds a week. Fuck. But then are we not just doing the same thing that we did? Cavani. With Cavani, he was successful for his Mate, Larson. Last was quality. Ibrahimovic, yeah. They, well, but they came in late in the career. That's, that's, and that's Ferguson playing Mastercards. Like, well, last well, 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 well,
Let's be honest. When we got Ibrahimovic, when we got Cavani, right, and I learned to bits, mate. That's a good example to use for that. But I think the big question here should be: What did we have to do with him? What the big question should be. The big question for me. The big question for me is: If you have a ninety million pound winger who plays on the wing and doesn't know how to play the wing, he's only got one fucking leg, and then. You're playing against West Ham and you go 1-0 down and you take your £90 million player off because, for me, it seems it's all right to play him at 0-0. But when you go 1-0 down, you need something more direct. He's so disappointing, Anthony. Mm. But I thought we played good football against West Ham. Early doors, I thought, I thought we played really well and we created chances. And we really did. Um, we, are struggling, we are struggling with putting the ball in the net. That is the problem, putting the ball in the net. Yeah, but like the boss been coming out this week. My sister's got two Kane, Declan Rice, and so forth. Let's be honest, Declan Rice would have been a great addition for us because even at 100 million or 120 odd million, you're going to get about 10 years out of him as a player. You either you hold him midfielder or you're going to play him as a centre back. You're going to get about 10 years out of him. Then Harry Kane, if you're gone, if you're gone for him. How many goals are Harry Kane scoring in this team? He'd score more than what we've had. No, he won't, no, he won't, because we don't, get, we don't get the service. Yeah, but he plays deeper, though. Harry, Harry Kane can play... If Harry Kane I know, but Hoyland, Hoyland has to come back yeah. deep no, no, to receive the ball. Yeah, but he's 20. Harry Kane have 10 goals by now. He's 20. You can't expect him to be like Harry Kane. Harry Kane have 10 goals by now. That's what I'm saying. You can't expect Hoyland to be doing... But 10 goals, if we'd have paid £100 million for him, is that a good return? Ten goals by now. It's a lot better than we fucking got at the moment. I just just left them at the back discussing the striker and whether Harry Kane would get ten goals in this team. Uh, consensus is out there; he might still not score because we don't create enough chances. No, I think that's I think that's very true, and I don't understand the idea of pumping the ball into the box like they were doing when we haven't even got a proper centre forward. So what's the point? I think the I think the tactics are very poor, very very poor. I'm just lost the word. Well, I'm speaking so. <laughs> I should be totally lost to words. I, I just don't see it. I don't know. Can you keep blaming the manager? Do you blame all the players? Or do you blame what's going on in the club? I don't know. It's just bad right through the club. Rotten. We're getting towards Rotten. Oh, yeah, it's... I, I really don't know where you can't point the finger in one direction, can you? You just got. To, I don't know. There's no culpability for the players, is there? They don't get in trouble. No, it's nice if you could say, right, we're going to drop. I mean, I know it's easy. The manager's alluded more and more to the injuries and the fact that some players are coming back. So let's look. If you look at the players that are going to come back. Did it get in the team? So, Martinez. Well, on that performance today, yeah, it should get in the team. I'd swap the entire lot out and just add, add chance it at the moment because they're not, they're not cutting it out. I mean, certainly, yeah, Ahmed came on, brought him on early in the second half, didn't he? Yeah, keep it, keep it. And he seemed, he seemed like he could have offered us something in the right. If we weren't chasing a game away from home, because he did all right, his passing was good, it was crisp. He looked a lively, didn't he? But it's sort of now of we're going to lose Amrabat in midfield, which may or may not be a great loss, but it means 
we, we're not really sure but then it sounds like we'll let Hannibal go but Hannibal shows a bit of in you know a bit of industry in the midfield yeah. Yeah. which we don't seem to have a lot of industry in that midfield in terms of winning the ball back it became almost like an end-to-end cup tie at one time didn't it you know uh, of old with the, both sides just just flinging forward losing it because of poor player and then it going up the other end there was no control was there there's nobody controlling that game nobody at all no. with poor midfield been a poor midfield for a long time though wasn't it it's not a there's nothing there, is there? Sorting out, you think back to the teams we've had before, we're going back to, you know, fucking Robson and then all the way through to Keane. There was always that linchpin, wasn't there? Sat there, bossing things around, and we just, we've not got it anymore. And it's uh, sad. I thought, I thought the referee was very poor again, but we can't keep shouting at the referee. No. We, unfortunately, we have to live with that sort of thing. The only thing we can change is what we've got in our team or what we've got in the club. That's the only thing we can change. I mean, our next game is we're going to win the cup. We would expect to win that. We'd expect him to play what we'd regard as, as his best side, really. We can't take any chances now, can we? No. About not having a good cup run. And then after that, we've got a league game. Spurs. Spurs. I'm not. I don't. Know. I'm not. Spurs is it? Yeah, Spurs. Probably beat Spurs. Well, you, you yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah right, that's yeah, typical. But it would yeah. be typical, you know, if they play. If they, you know, they, they play that sort of gung ho type. We, you know, ball over the top and a bit of speed, and we might just like mug them a bit. Well, we mugged Chelsea, didn't we? we did. and then we went and mugged Villa. Yeah, we did. Doing exactly. Yeah, but it, isn't it wrong that we're mugging teams? It does sound like when we should be playing them off the park and winning it. I mean, we certainly weren't a better team today, were we? No. I mean, we, we, they didn't outplay us. They didn't outclass no, no. us. They weren't particularly very good. But we, we certainly didn't. We were just poor at what yeah. we did. Yeah. They couldn't string a proper pass together. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I'm not sure we can say anymore. We, we can't really that. say anymore about that. We're, Daniel's gone down on the hats to to recover some, um, hopefully to lift our spirits a little bit, literally. Um, so we can't really, I can't end on the negative that I did against West Ham. Um, so can we just say, um, what was your worst present you got this Christmas, Phil? I didn't get any. <laughs> I didn't get any, didn't get any Christmas presents at no, all. <laughs> you the worst socks. Christmas present I got was today. Right. No. Christmas presents. And your worst? Uh, I'd have to say him surviving his triple art bypass ruined my Christmas. So. Looking forward to an inheritance, but you know. Hopefully, you've got a very long wait, that's all I'm going to say, right? Well, from the United We Stand podcast, as spirits will soon be lifted by the sound of it, um, we wish you all a happy new year and let's hope that 2024 brings us a lot better than, we, uh, than we've had. Are you, uh,